all forgiveness is self-forgiveness. When you let go of emotions from your past, you're not negating or condoning or nullifying accountability. You're freeing yourself from that emotional bondage. You are breaking the power that that person has over your emotions, right? And that's what I'm saying. Take your power back because by allowing those emotions and that person to perpetuate this trauma in your mind, you are giving them your power. And you can cut that cord by choosing forgiveness. Welcome home to the Tiny Hat Energy Podcast. My name is Amaris, and my commitment is to be radically vulnerable as I share my story, energy, and love with the intention it will help you as you journey through life. I am on a mission to help create a new world of love where space is saved for everyone's Tiny Hat Energy. My name for the energy present when we embody our most loving, vulnerable, and authentic self. Together, we will walk through both immense suffering from trauma, addiction, incarceration, grief, and mental health, and immeasurable joy from overcoming suffering, finding my tiny hat energy, and living once-in-a-lifetime experiences. Every moment of my life has been a gift from grace calling me home to my natural state of love. After almost taking my life in a desperate attempt to stop suffering, I finally woke up and answered that call. I welcome you to join me on this journey of learning, unlearning, healing, and loving. I'm so grateful and humbled that the universe brought you here with me today, and I love you. Namaste, and welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 21, Freedom in Forgiveness. And this is the episode that we celebrate six months of this podcast. I cannot believe it's been six months. I'm so grateful. I'm so humbled for those of you that have been along this journey, for those of you that are coming along this journey now. I can't wait to see where this is in the next six months. Some personal updates before I get started. It's been a really interesting couple of weeks. I attended the Conscious Life Expo, which was probably one of the most validating and affirming experiences I've had on my spiritual journey thus far. To be around so many conscious, like-minded people and to be there promoting Loving Consciously and both of my podcasts and being my authentic self, wearing a tiny hat every day, being around all of this energy was beyond words. We left California, and on our way out, we stopped off in Vegas for a few days to see a client and a dear friend of ours. And while we were there, I celebrated nine years clean. And as I've shared on here before, I don't identify as an addict. I don't identify as in recovery. However, it was brought to my attention by a total stranger how impactful this story is and that I am a part of the minority and one of the blessed ones that makes it out of that. Not very many people who are injecting meth and heroin every day and on the streets and in prison have the life that I have today. And it's that message of hope and that message of courage and of support. That's what I celebrate. And so I don't know how it's become nine years I must have recounted it two or three times because I was certain that I had the day wrong. It's definitely nine years, which I'm just so grateful for. We landed in Sedona on Friday, so it's Sunday, two days ago, and we're here for two weeks, which is amazing because we have not been parked in the same place for more than a week, and we've only done that once or twice. And so to have two weeks to just sit, catch up on life, we're getting our trailer serviced, We're doing a whole bunch of life things. I'm just really grateful for that time to 
recoup before we get back on the road. Something else really big that's been happening, kind of my last personal update here, is I went back to prison yesterday. And what I mean by that is I went back voluntarily for the first time. I, in June, will have been out for eight years. And I went to visit yesterday and today, and I'm going two more days this coming weekend, my, what we would call jail mom. This woman was with me in both county and prison. So you go to county first, and then once you're sentenced, you're transferred to the prison. So the very first day that I hit county, the day that I was arrested, so this is almost 10 years ago, this woman ministered to me. And we were even talking today in our visit about my detox and how how awful it was detoxing from heroin in county with, you know, just laying there. And that moment is still one of the most humiliating moments of my life. I actually had defecated on myself in my sleep from the detox and woke up in that. And, you know, to just sit there with someone who's been with me through so much, we ended up in the same yard, in the same prison, and we spent these two years, two of these really difficult formative years, and this person played such a big part in my journey. And now I get to pay some of that energy back. I get to go and do what so many people did for me in bringing the quarters and, you know, sitting there and playing games and just lifting their spirits. And I get to do it bringing my consciousness and bringing my highest self and this new awakened spiritual me, the real me, the authentic me. And she gets to see that. She gets to see that change over the last 10 years. It was a really healing and slightly overwhelming and just strange experience going back involuntarily going through the process on the other side. It is something I'm still processing. I'm just really grateful, again, for the opportunity to do this. Before I get into the meat and potatoes for today, I want to share two things. The first thing is, it's really easy to read this title and hear this word and be like, ugh, forgiveness, we've all heard about it, we know. Or you forgive others for yourself and forgiveness is just like letting it go, right? We're going to go so much deeper than that because... I truly believe that forgiveness is one of our major ways into healing and something that so, so many of us desperately need. So number one is keep an open mind because this is going to be, like most of my episodes, a really different conversation around forgiveness than you may be used to. The other thing I want to share is a little bit of vulnerability and authentic truth on what led up to this episode. I had a dream several weeks ago, where two people from back in Portland, friends that are no longer in my life, and I and my partner all were having dinner. And basically, I translate this as healing work going on in the dream space. But they were their highest selves, and we were our highest selves, and we were able to sit down at dinner together and forgive and choose love. And I woke up that morning, and I had this incredible incredible download for this episode. Freedom and forgiveness. Freedom is forgiveness. Forgiveness is freedom. And all of these things I'm going to talk about today. And long story short, for two, three weeks, I would come up time to record my episode for the week. And I was like, forgiveness is boring. I don't want to talk about this. And that right there is ego. That is the opposite of the surrender experiment. That is my personal mind saying, 
I, the personality, the mind, don't feel like talking about this. I don't think it's interesting. I have other things I'd rather talk about. And so week after week, I put it down my roster. I'll, I'll get to it eventually. It's, it's a good episode. I'll, I'll get to it eventually. And last night, <laughs> I came home and I recorded what I thought was going to be what I put out. And the universe stepped in because I recorded the entire episode and it didn't record. And it was all gone. And I got really frustrated and I started to muscle test and pray and connect with God and my higher self. And I was told, this is not what you're supposed to be talking about. And I went through several things, several topics. And then, of course, right there at the literal bottom of my list of topics was freedom and forgiveness. And that one was yes. And so I slept on it and thought about it all day today. And here we are. What I recorded last night was something I'm really passionate about and something I'm really interested in and something that is not the authentic path and truth that I'm meant to be sharing. If I was recording what I wanted to record, I would be recording a ton of really overwhelming information about truth and awakening and what's really going on in the world. And I have been shown time and time again by God's source creator, my guides, my higher self, that is not my role. My role is not to wake people up. People are going to wake up when they're meant to wake up. I can sit here and tell you all of the truths, not conspiracy theories, about everything going on in the world and how it's all a big lie. If you're not ready to wake up to those truths and look into them and consider the possibility that they're not just conspiracy theories, I'm wasting my energy. My place, my role in this is love. Awaken, heal, love is my motto of loving consciously and It's by sharing my vulnerability and my authentic truth and focusing on things like mental health and addiction and forgiveness and grace and all of these episodes I've been making, that's my aligned truth. That's my purpose. And so you can see when I veered off of that, ego and suffering came back in. And then when I continued to ignore that calling and that knowing, the universe stepped in and was like, well, I'm just going to delete everything you recorded. (laughs) So here we are. Surrender in action. I am talking about forgiveness today. The last thing I want to share here is a really honest and vulnerable share of the week that I've had. It's been an incredibly difficult week for me. I usually don't like to use that word, but I'm using it. This week has been rough. There is so much energy and light coming to this planet via the sun and via Earth's heartbeat, aka the Schumann resonance, and I know if you are at all connected to others and yourself and this planet, you can feel it. There is something happening. There is a change. And that may feel like chaos. That may feel like purging. That may feel like you're just going through a really tough time right now. We all are. We are in a massive transformation right now. And I am feeling it energetically, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. I am an empath. I'm very sensitive very sensitive to energy. This last week, these symptoms have been brutal. I don't normally get intense physical symptoms, and if I do, they're brief. It's one or two. This is all of the symptoms all day for the last seven days. I'm just so exhausted. My stomach, my head, all of the things, my nose has just been draining for a week straight for no reason. The core of that is I am processing through that really deep-rooted trauma that came up in my ayahuasca ceremony, that childhood abuse, and there have been about three sessions this last week or two where my partner has been doing 
somatic body work or energy healing, Reiki, massage, or a combination of all of them. And there are some key points emerging on my body where this trauma is stored and it's released and it's incredibly intense and painful and every time I just am hysterically sobbing and I say the same thing of I don't want to do this anymore like I've been doing this trauma work and inner work for two years now one of them full-time and I'm just tired y'all and I share this because I want you to know you're not alone and we're all leveling up right now we're all releasing what doesn't serve us we're all waking up to the reality that this world is not the way it was intended to be and there's a lot of darkness and corruption and war is not the answer anymore and our planet can't continue to be poisoned this way and the part that we've all played in that even if it was ignorance that's a part and so there's just this collective purging and releasing and healing and up leveling if you will and I wanted to come on here and authentically share that this last week specifically has been the toughest week for me in terms of that. Moving into today's topic, freedom in forgiveness, the thing that the universe very deeply wants me to share with you. And so please keep an open mind, keep an open heart, and understand that some of these concepts are pretty high level. However, I will do my best to simplify them and I just encourage you to find that space where you feel safe and explore this with me. Forgiveness and freedom go hand in hand. Freedom is forgiveness, forgiveness is freedom, one leads to the other, and forgiveness is a gift from grace. It's a gift of grace and I had an episode about grace. I love that word. It's my favorite word. It's such a beautiful and deep concept. The truth about forgiveness is that At every single moment, every one of us is doing the best that we can at our current state of consciousness or awareness. What does that mean, right? I know for me, when that was said to me, and it wasn't said in this way, but when that's been said to me in my life, I've very much been, oh, so you're doing the best you can, so we're just dismissing it. There's no accountability. That's not what this is saying. This isn't about that person's intentions, and it isn't about the pain that it caused you. It's about understanding that We can only do what we can do from our current level of consciousness. If someone is in a state of ego and suffering and insanity and trauma and mental health, we can't expect them to behave as their highest self. And it's really understanding that, which is true grace, right? Really accepting that truth that we can start to move into higher truths, like the truth that a healed conscious person who's living from a state of love, they don't, and I would argue can't, hurt other people. You don't see conscious, spiritual, loving, healed expressions walking around hurting people. And when you can really understand and look at the other person who may have done something that caused you pain and see they're not their highest self right now, their behavior has nothing to do with me, And they're at a lower level of consciousness right now. And so this is the behavior that corresponds to that. You can start to move into freedom. Now, that's kind of talking about other people. And this is going to weave in and out of others and yourself. So just ride that wave with me. I'm about to say something that you may not have ever heard before. And if you are farther on your healing journey and you have heard this, 
I would encourage you to dig deeper into it and look for insights that maybe you haven't thought of before. All forgiveness is self-forgiveness. I'm going to repeat that again. All forgiveness is self-forgiveness. We are all mirrors of each other. Every single thing that you are seeing and experiencing is a reflection of you. And we are all pieces of the same creation. In essence, that other person is you. They are your soul family. They are one with you. We are all connected. We are all part of a larger divine consciousness. We all come from the same creator. Whatever you believe that is to be, we all come from the same place. When you're forgiving them, you're forgiving yourself. This is two-part here. Number one, you are essentially forgiving yourself, like I just said. And number two, you are actually forgiving yourself, you, not the reflection of you and the other person, but you, because you gave your power away. What I'm saying is when someone does something horrific, the person that that happened to did give their power away by identifying with untrue beliefs and thoughts and choosing those emotions and choosing to react in that way. But when we have awareness and we understand and we've done that healing work that what other people do is not a reflection of us, it's a reflection of them, and that we're not a victim and we can choose at any moment to take our power back and not allow those emotions to control us and not identify with untrue thoughts and beliefs about our worthiness or about being a victim, when we can see all of those things, again, we move into the state of forgiveness and we find freedom. There's also a component where you start to take accountability for the part that you played. We all play a part in every situation, whether it's staying in the situation when it was unhealthy and unloving and you could have left, whether it's arguing and feeding the energy, whether it's not loving yourself enough to not take that behavior, that's a part that you played. And that's a really high level. It takes some serious healing work to look at all of the pain of your life, not pointing the finger at the other person and I'm a victim and here's what they did to me, but truly looking within and saying, what part did I play here? And if that's as simple as I gave my power away by allowing these negative emotions and perpetuating them and choosing these untrue beliefs, that's a great place to start. Forgiveness is an intentional decision. It's letting go of resentment and anger. And, you know, I think the Bible is a beautiful book. I think it's a parable that's meant to not be taken literally, but interpreted metaphysically. The Bible has some good stuff and some wisdom in there. It teaches us that unselfish love is the basis for true forgiveness. And I think that's just beautiful because unselfish love, right? Unselfish love loves the other person regardless of what they've done. Unselfish love loves the other person and sees them for the whole and divine expression of the creator they are, even though they're not acting as their highest self right now. It doesn't mean there's no accountability. It doesn't mean you stay in that situation. It just means that you can unselfishly love both yourself and them and the situation for the gift that it's bringing you in the lesson and in the growth. 
everything that happens to us is an opportunity for our soul to grow and learn lessons and rectify things that we may have done in past lives or rectify karma that maybe we need to clear. It takes a lot of awareness and it takes a lot of humility to sit and explore the possibility that this is happening for you for a reason, not why is this happening to me? I'm a victim. I can't believe this person is doing this. I've done nothing wrong. But instead, what is this trying to teach me? Because when we focus on the lesson rather than what happened, we move into that state of freedom. When you let go of emotions from your past, you're not negating or condoning or nullifying accountability. You're freeing yourself from that emotional bondage. You are breaking the power that that person has over your emotions, right? And that's what I'm saying. Take your power back because by allowing those emotions and that person to perpetuate this trauma in your mind, you are giving them your power. And you can cut that cord by choosing forgiveness. I really like this practice of an affirmation where you give thanks, right? It's so difficult to be grateful in a traumatic moment or to look back on the hardest moments of our life and have gratitude. But you can give thanks for what this experience is teaching you. You can give thanks for how it has molded you into the person you are and then release it. God, source, creator, whatever you believe in, thank you for this experience. Thank you for these lessons. Thank you for the opportunity to choose forgiveness and step back into my power. I release these emotions. I release this cord with this person. I forgive them. I forgive me. And I choose love. It's an incredibly powerful place to be. I am really deep in grieving and processing and accepting this trauma that came up in my ayahuasca ceremony. And I said as recent as today, I'm grateful for this because now I can connect with and reach people who have experienced this as well. And that's a blessing. It makes me more versatile. It makes me more aware of how the world has gotten into the place that it is. And though it's incredibly painful, I can see from this level of awareness. And this is why this came out now. Had this come out a year ago, two years ago, I would have been depressed. I would have been suicidal. I would have gone into escapism. Maybe I would have relapsed. Who knows? I needed this level of awareness to face this stuff, to be grateful and understand that somewhere deep within this pain and this horrific trauma, there is a lesson. There is things to be grateful for. And it is for my highest good. And that right there, that is your key to freedom. When you can look at the darkest parts of your life and see that somewhere in the perfect divine order of this world where positive and negative doesn't exist, that everything is happening as part of a bigger plan, as part of a bigger divine order, and it is for your highest good because God's source creator only wants our highest good, that we need to endure pain and suffering to grow for our souls to evolve, to clear karma, for rectification, for whatever you believe in, that is necessary. It can't just be beauty and love and light and heaven all the time. We would never evolve. 
And we come down here to learn. And I really do believe that we choose all of these things to help our soul evolve. And we're all here at this incredible time of once in history change on this planet, the great awakening. People are waking up to the truth that we are spiritual beings having a human experience through this corruption and deception and all of these ways, all of this fear, all of this programming, the media, the poisonous food, all of these things that have taken us away from our true nature, which is spiritual eternal beings, which is love, which is perfect health, which is harmony and peace. Some steps that you can take to kind of start on this journey of self-forgiveness and also forgiving others, but mostly self-forgiveness is number one, be honest, both about your emotions and honoring your emotions. We cannot move forward if we don't first honor and feel and be honest about our emotions, whether that's talking it out, screaming it out, crying it out, writing it out, whatever that looks like for you, we have to honor the emotions. Because if we shove and we oppress and we ignore and we escape and we numb and we deny, it has to come out, friends. It has to come out eventually. You can bury that shit for decades and decades and decades. It will have to come out eventually. And if it doesn't in this lifetime, I believe with every fiber of my being, it will come out again. And even if it doesn't for you, it'll come out for your children. It'll come out for the collective because that is unhealed pain and it impacts the way that you interact with this world, which thus impacts all of your soul family on this planet. The next step here is stop resisting. Resistance takes so much energy. Your energy, your life force energy is so precious. Why waste it on resisting what is? That mental poison of, this shouldn't have happened. Why is this happening? How could this person do this? I don't deserve this. Why is this happening to me? All of that stuff is resistance. It's mental warfare. And you're just expending all of this precious energy on this resistance and poison when if you would just let go, just accept what is. This happened. It doesn't matter why, who, where, what, how. None of that matters. It's in the past. It's not real right now. The pain and the emotion is real because it's stored in your body and you haven't released it yet. But it's not happening right now. And so the, the second step here is just accepting what is. It happened. That person did the thing. It is what it is. We cannot change it. So why give our energy to it? Why continue to perpetuate that pain? talking about it, labeling yourself, I am this, I have PTSD, I'm OCD, I'm ADHD, I have this abuse and that and all of these things. Like we can talk about these things in a healthy and loving and helpful, productive way, but constantly perpetuating what's happened in the past is not getting you anywhere. It is keeping you a prisoner of your past. And number three here, surrender. Surrender to what is right? So we've been honest and we've honored it. We've accepted it. And now we can just surrender. This is what is. And so I'm going to release it and move forward. Give it to the earth. Give it to God. Give it to whatever you believe in. Give it to your journal. Give it to whatever you need to give it to. Let it go. It is a conscious decision to release it. It doesn't matter if they're sorry. 
It doesn't matter how horrific it was. None of that matters. Just let it go because you are trapping yourself in this place and your intended state of being is one of joy and bliss and peace and love and it is possible. We have to forgive. We have to forgive ourselves. We have to forgive humanity for the atrocious things that we do. We are all capable of that. We all carry that capability within us. We have to forgive the world, the governments, the wars, the abusers. We have to forgive it all. It's the only way, friends. It's the only way forward. I want to encourage self-love and compassion in this process. It's not linear and it's not a one-time thing. That was kind of the thing that I don't know, maybe I just misunderstood the lesson. I thought forgiveness, it was like, okay, I forgave this person and then I'm just done. (laughs) And lo and behold, that's just not the case. It comes around and around, deeper and deeper, and then you see them again or then something reminds you or a date comes up or they do something else and you are once again given the opportunity and blessing to forgive them and yourself to choose grace to choose compassion and most importantly to keep your power and protect your energy that is the most vital thing that we all can and should be doing right now protect your energy and i'm not talking about that spiritual bypassing avoidance unhealthy egoic oh i'm protecting my energy type attitude i'm talking about protecting your energy from a place of love saying My energy is precious and I'm holding the light and I'm choosing love. And so I'm putting this shield and this armor of light around me to protect this energy. I'm not going to allow myself to get sucked back down into that place, right? It's an act of love, not an act of ego. Most importantly, focus on what you learned. What did you learn from this? And right here, the ego may rear up and be, oh, I learned not to trust anyone. I learned that person's a terrible person. That is not what I'm talking about. That's ego. That's all ego. If it's not from love, it's ego. That is one of the surefire ways that you can check, am I coming from consciousness and love or am I coming from the mind and the ego? Is it coming from love? Because if it's not coming from love, then it is most definitely ego. I mean, focus on what you learned. Like, I learned how strong and resilient I am. I learned about my capacity for grace and compassion and forgiveness. I learned to have stronger boundaries. Those are lessons of love. Those are positive lessons that come from painful, challenging, traumatic events in our life. What did you learn? Because when you focus on the positives and focus on what there is to be grateful for, It completely and radically shifts your mental state, your energetic state, it changes your body, and it moves you into this forgiveness state, which brings you freedom. I encourage you to focus on gratitude. What are you grateful for? And that's really tough because, for example, someone who may have hurt me in my childhood I can still look at good moments with that person and be grateful for those moments. I have some really challenging family members in my life who don't treat me with love. And the reality is there's always something to be grateful for. I can always be grateful for the good moments I've had with them. 
compassion, grace, gratitude, forgiveness, love. These are all beautiful things. Having these things in your life are far better than having anger, bitterness, resentment, gossip, greed, hate, isolation, rejection, loneliness. I mean, even just hear those words. My, my face is like scouring right now. Who wants that stuff? Y'all, that stuff's not serving us anymore. It's time to let it go. Enough is enough. You're not a victim. You are powerful. You can do this. And the challenge for today is to sit down, think, journal, pray, talk, whatever resonates for you on this question. Where have I not forgiven myself? Because all forgiveness is self-forgiveness. And when you focus on radically loving, healing, and accepting yourself, you can move into freedom. It all starts within. So my intention, my hope, my prayer is that you can find more forgiveness, that you can find more self-love, more authenticity and compassion and vulnerability because freedom lies in that. I love you. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for six incredible months. I'm so grateful and I can't wait for the next six months.